I forgot to put the phantom power on. Oh shit! Well, Ain't this I a forgot lovely to put bit the phantom of... power on. Oh shit! And now, I'm... welcome to the Monday night broadcast. That is my fault that everything is not running right tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, that's real cute. Turn that off. Now let's try that again on the video side. Okay. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Let's see now. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I. Ooh, hit the wrong one there. So here goes nothing. Bam. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room, and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976 which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone. 
and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the broadcast. Oopsie doodle. Let's try that again, shall we? All right. Of course, the base on this thing is broken. I'll just take this like this. Okay. I'll make a few adjustments here as I go along. Check. And check. Okay. Now, that's better. And I have to be very careful. I'm on my way to the kitchen to get my coffee. But I want to make sure that my cord doesn't drag the floor. So the person downstairs doesn't get upset with me over the fact that it's... You know, dragging the floor. I don't know. The lady that lives under me used to never complain about my broadcast until apparently recently. I'm being made the scapegoat for someone moving out. Anyway, that's not what my talking points is about tonight. What my talking points is about tonight, however, has to do with, oddly enough, a shooting that took place last week, the day before my birthday. An Ohio, a Columbus, a Columbus, Ohio, I'm doing my talking points live, by the way, folks, in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, a Columbus, Ohio police officer Responding to a uh, in, in an altercation, decided to approach the situation. When he did, well, she was about to stab another girl. He only had seconds to decide is that what he was going to do, and there was only one thing he could issue lawful commands. All right, which she, which the girl with the knife did not obey, thus forcing the officer to have to make a fatal decision. It was either shoot the girl with the knife. Or watch this girl stab another girl to death. Many of the neighbors in the uh, in that neighborhood support the officer's actions. Now, what it comes down to is this, okay? That officer had only one choice. Okay? He only had one. It was either, like I said, shoot the suspect or 
watch the suspect's victim get stabbed to death. There are some who, in the, in the, in, in the media, that actually asked the dumbest question. And by the way, I thought about this. Think about this. When, uh, when it came to shooting a suspect, I actually was dumb and thought the same, the exact same thing. That perhaps, excuse me, perhaps the, um, the officer could shoot rather than shoot to kill. But I since learned it is far more difficult to shoot a smaller target like a leg or an arm. than it is to shoot the torso. And uh, believe me, in thinking it over, in thinking about what I had, what I just, what I, thinking about what information I received regarding that. Yeah, and I do believe that was mentioned on this broadcast once, but I wasn't exactly thinking about it at the time. Now, whoops, got to put myself on camera. There we are. So... Excuse me while I put on my cheaters. I can see the screen better. Now, of course, the irony in this is the mainstream media tried to twist it and spin it to suit their narrative. Okay? Well, that didn't work out too well. It still hasn't worked out too well for them. Now, just moments ago, before I went on the air, I uploaded, it's not ready for, for viewing yet, but I uploaded an op-ed that shows the body camera video from the officer and one other officer. Believe me, this was the most difficult op-ed I ever had to do, but it had to be done. It had to. I have probably, wait a minute, uh, hmm, turn the power on, Okay, I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Like I said, I'm doing this live, and one of my chat and Mike from Louisiana. Uh. Oh, no, it was the microphone, probably. 
<laughs> the, the, the simple fact is, the simple fact is, it was a choice the officer had to make. But the media is trying to crucify this officer to fit their anti-police agenda. Sorry. Hate to do this to you, CNN, MSNBC, and all the other liberal tabloid medias. But uh, that officer in Columbus, Ohio, who ended up shooting Micaiah Bryant did the only thing he could do to save another human being's life. Micaiah Bryant had a knife in her hand. She was about to stab this victim, this, this victim of assault and turn her into a murder victim. So what did the cop do? He shot Micaiah Bryant in the torso. He didn't have a choice. It was either Micaiah Bryant, who refused to obey lawful commands, or watch an innocent die. But the mainstream media doesn't like that idea. They don't like the idea that a cop did his job, that a cop did what a cop had to do. Well, newsflash, mainstream media, he did the right thing. He did the right thing. When is this anti-police mentality going to come to an end? When are we going to see the police, the good officers that do their job the right way, like this officer in Columbus, Ohio? It was not the easiest choice to make. Shooting someone is never easy. I dread the day I may have to defend myself and take a human life. I dread that day. But it's a choice of me versus them. I'll take me over them any day of the week. An officer involved shooting brings with it now automatically an investigation. The Bureau of Criminal Investigation in Columbus, Ohio, is going to look, is going to inv thoroughly investigate the matter with, with from what I understand, 100% uh, transparency. Watching that video it was difficult. I'd watched many videos similar to it over the years, but this one was the was more difficult because it involved someone under the age of 18. 
But they made a choice. This girl made a choice. She chose to try and kill someone with a knife. She chose to disobey the lawful instructions and commands of an officer of the law. She made her choice, which also made the choice for the officer no choice at all. It was either shoot or be derelict in your duty and watch an innocent die. That's bottom line. So mainstream media, you don't like the truth? Truth hurts? Too bad. You'll get over it. 347-945-5747. And joining me on the phone lines is a man from the state of Texas who knows all too well the awesome responsibility of being a gun owner, but also understands the complexity and the, the harsh realities that officers face every day. We all see it. I don't, I would never want to be in a police officer's shoes. I was a military police officer, but I was unarmed. Thing is, being a military police officer and a civilian police officer are slightly two different scenarios. We're still law enforcement, but we have different mandates. Though one mandate still remains the same. Protecting the people of, of, our, of, of, our respective, of our respective homeland and doing our duty. Gunslinger, how you doing, brother? It's a full moon. I'm outside howling at the moon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know, man. It sounds like, you're, like your sinuses are giving you trouble, too. Oh, hell yeah. It's spring in Texas. Of course. Yep. Allergies are, are abound. I had a that sneezing too. fit yeah. just seconds before I went on the air. <laughs> so I, I believe me, I sympathize. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do believe. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Now, I do believe Mike is on the line with us as well. Yeah. Hey, Mikey. I've been, I'm, having to take, I'm having to take the 24-hour Allegra. Yeah. Because my allergies are acting up. Oh boy! You know? Well, fellow sufferers, uh, I do sympathize. Unfortunately, there's not an allergy medicine I can take because not, a lot of them don't work for me. You know, which kind of sucks, really. So I end up sneezing. Well, my nose, well, trust me, nose. Look, <laughs> well, George, here's, here's the thing about your... Uh, by the way, George, that comment, uh, come on, man, turn on the power. I'm a little bit, like I said, I'm a little bit late with that comment. I was commenting on the top of the show, what happened at the top of the show. Oh, 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 that, when, that, when, when things kind of went a little hinky. 
as uh, Paulie Perrette would say yeah. on NCIS. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, here, listen, it doesn't matter hey, what here, day of the I week mean, it is. It hap- when it happens, I got to have fun with it. Otherwise, I'll be sitting there going. But, is that Hinky is that so, or Kinky? Huh? I said yeah. Hinky with an H, not Kinky with a K. Don't put words in my mouth, Gunslinger. That's oh, not hey, very oh. nice. Right. Besides, but George, here's here's the thing. Here, here's the thing about your talking points, George. You're talking about the cop and him shooting this little this well, this would be murder, this would be thug, you know? Because oh. guess that's what this lady, this girl was, the one that was going. She's just, she's acting like a thug. But anyway, uh, we were talking. We were talking about well. These, these idiots in the media saying, well, why couldn't she shoot the knife out of her hand? Or why couldn't she shoot her in the arm? Or why, why did he have to shoot her in, 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 you know, in the torso? Well, one, that's what they're taught. They're taught to go center mass, right? And, you know, why can't they shoot the knife out of her hand? Because the hand is a fast-moving thing. And the knife is a small, even though it's a big knife, it's a small area to hit, right? Exactly. The hand and the knife is a small area to hit. Right. And okay, why can't they shoot why can't they shoot her in the upper arm? Well, one, it's a very vascular thing and it would have bled out, you know. She would have been killed anyway. You know and it is possible that the the uh the bullet goes through the arm and hits the hits the bot torso anyway. Shoot her in the leg, okay. Shoot her in the upper leg, okay. Whatever, same thing as shooting shooting her in the upper arm. Very vascular. She would have bled out, right? So, what choice did the cop have? You know, little to none, and that's the point. He had little to no choice at all. He only had one choice. <clears throat> and you're right. He, the 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 leg and the arm are have are, are have vascular veins where the person would bleed out almost immediately. Now, before we go any further, I need to say God was trying to do this a second ago, but I'm going to do it now. So let me get this out of the way because I don't want this young lady thinking I forgot her again, and, and I don't want her thinking I forgot her. So. Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Twitch.tv. Hello. And even Cherokee Rose said, they're trained to shoot for mis- <clears throat> for midsection. Large target. Yeah, and that's, and that's basically what it is. Now, for those of you watching on the video feeds, I'm going to stand up for a second. From the neck to the waist is your torso. This is basically the, the body area that the tr- that officers are trained to hit. Center mass is right about here where my hand is. Okay? About breast high. Now, give, give that some, now think about that for a minute, folks. Think about where they are trained to hit. The torso. It's a big target. Especially if you're shooting a guy that's as big as me. Okay, and this girl was a big girl, so she, she had plenty of torso to work with, and it was the be- the best target to hit. So, 
my my feeling is the mainstream media is going to try and they've already tried spinning this and twisting this uh, any which way they can. But so far, I haven't seen or heard anything more about it. Well, you're not going to. That's 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 the deal. Anyway, but what you was just saying, since since I do carry a gun, in fact, I have it on my side right now. Okay, well, gunslinger. That, by the way, that center mass and everything and torso hits apply also to rifle shooting. So guess what? Whether it's a handgun or a rifle, well, yeah. center mass is center well, mass. You're hitting, you're aiming for the torso. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you don't carry a rifle or a shotgun on your hip every day. <laughs> okay, now, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that does that. Okay, I know people that carry guns, pistols, handguns. Yeah, okay, but not a rifle or a shotgun. Okay, what? <clears throat> I don't care. Unless you are a military trained sniper, there is no way in God's green little earth can you hit a person's hand that is moving, you know, like in that situation. I couldn't even do it, and I've carried a gun for freaking years, okay? Ain't no way I could do that. Shoot a a knife out of a person's hand? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What do I look like? I work for the circus or something? No. Uh, am I the fastest gun in the West? Uh, no, <laughs> never was, and not never will be. Okay, so that right there is impossible to do. I mean, even if you, like I said, even if you were a marksman, a military trained marksman, it'd be a one in a million shot that you could shoot that freaking gun or, or that knife out of that person's hand with a handgun. Now, maybe a rifle, a scoped in rifle. Okay, like snipers do. That's what snipers do. Okay, <clears throat> but with a handgun, it's virtually impossible. Okay, because it's too small of a target. The hand is moving. Now, unless you just held your hand up there, now you probably hit that as long as the hand didn't move. But obviously, this girl's hand was not just stationary. It was in the process of making Swiss cheese out of that other girl. Okay, with a butcher knife, by the way. Okay, not just a pocket knife. A butcher knife. You can see clearly it's a big old knife. Okay. So you have no choice but to it's it's even even if you're not a cop, I'm not a cop, but I would do the same thing and that's that's a, it's called in defense of a third person. If I seen that happening right outside my gate, I'm sitting out here on the deck here. Right outside my gate, if I seen somebody like that that was fixed to come down and stab somebody with a with a weapon a gun, knife, baseball bat, I don't care. I would be legally justified in taking deadly force to stop that crime. It's a felony in progress. Okay. So it's a, it's it's the defense of a third person. That's what it's called, a defense of a third person. Uh, you won't be charged because if you didn't intervene, then that other person would be, well, in that case, it would be, become Swiss cheese full of holes. Or slices, you know, like you slice bacon or ham or something or turkey or whatever. Uh, uh, you'd be yeah. sliced up pretty bad. Yeah, with a butcher knife. <laughs> so, yeah, the cop had no choice. Okay. Uh, and actually, kind of, I would say by the position that he was in, he shot her kind of in the back, which you have no choice in this, in this situation, too, because she was lunging not toward the cop, 
butt toward the girl with her back to the cop. So he'd had no choice. What was he going to do? Say, stop, turn around so I can shoot you? No. <laughs> no. You don't have time to do that. You don't have time to, well, maybe, let's see, maybe I can shoot in the leg or maybe shoot in the head or, no, you just, like you said, you take center body mass. Okay, that's the only way. That's what I had. That's why I was trained when I got my CHL, concealed handgun license. Okay. And I was taught by a Dallas firearms instructor, Dallas police. Okay. You don't, you, you don't, you can't waste time on that because you ever heard of, well, you've heard of seconds count. These are microseconds. I mean, you think seconds are fast. Microseconds make seconds look like a walk in the park. Okay. And you just can't do it. I mean, I carry a gun every day. I make those decisions every day, really. If I was to encounter somebody that was going to harm another person or harm me, okay, you don't carry your rifle every day. You don't have it on you right now. I have my pistol on me right now, okay? <laughs> right there in my holster, okay? Just in uh-huh. case. I keep my rifle close to my close to reach. You know, I don't show well, it on camera, reach, but, but I, I mean, keep it right where I can grab it. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's not on your hip, okay? No, of course not. Compared I'm sitting down. It would be kind of hard to have it on my hip anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it'd be a long son of a bitch, wouldn't you? Being a holster. Wait a minute. Let me draw this motherfucker out. It's going to take me about two minutes to get that barrel out of that son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, like, it, it, you just, these people, when like that, you, you have no choice, okay? And the stupid idiot animal, uh, I think she's the one that called 911. If I read the story correct. No. Okay, it, the the, one that she wasn't shot. the one that called 911. Uh, it it was uh, either the victim, either the, the the victim herself, or the vic- one of the victim's friends. Because why? Because okay. w- think about it. Why would the suspect call nine one one about her about about a stabbing incident that she is cre- creating in the first place? There ain't no telling. People lie every day. I have no idea. Yeah, people are but stupid heard, when no, they want to be every something. day. It was stupid, yeah. But no, in, in this yeah. case, it, it wasn't. But it wasn't it, the it suspect. Was, it was supposedly over some house cleaning, something, something altercation. Why this started? That's what I heard. Okay, it was uh, it was it was over a fight. It started a fight over some house cleaning. They was this argument about a house about cleaning the house or whatever. I don't know, but you know if that if that's true. Okay. But that's pretty stupid to lose your life over. Well, who's going to clean the house? Me or you? Me, I'm not going to do it. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to do it. Oh, no, I'm not. Well, I'm going to, we're going to go outside. We're going to, yeah, you see where that, you see where it led. Okay. One of them went to the morgue. <laughs> okay. So, uh, did I ever say that you can't cure stupid? I mean, you go out there and start in a fight and you go and you see, you see the cop. Okay. You know she's seen the cop, okay? Cop car there, and you know the guy with a uniform and all this shit, and still goes after the victim. Boy, if that ain't stupid, I don't know what is. I mean, uh, what is he going to do? Just sit there and go clap, clap his hands while you stab somebody to death? I don't think so. You know, go ahead. <laughs> well, 
No, um, I mean, let, look, reality. Time for a reality check. The simple fact is, okay, not one, but two officers responded. Okay? There were two officers that responded to the scene at the time. The officer, the first officer, was the officer who committed to, the, to uh, shooting the suspect. The second officer came in right behind him just seconds before he shot. So, uh, and by the way, the knife, the, the knife was actually a steak knife. It was not that big of a knife. Now, let me get some comments here from Cherokee Rose. <clears throat> Excuse me. That cop is a hero. He saved people's lives. Bingo. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. And yes, it was, it was a big knife, but it wasn't that big. It was basically a steak, a large steak knife. That's all it was. It was a large steak knife. Uh, now, Cherokee Rose says that she read the dead girl's parents placed her in foster care. She was in, she was in a foster home, yes. Uh, Cherokee Rose said, so I'm guessing she was an unruly juvenile. Something tells me you might be very spot on there, uh, Cherokee Rose, because uh, let's face the reality. Uh, children placed in foster care, uh, some, some are unruly, some are not. And some are kind of straddling that fence. They don't know which way to turn. Uh, but let's also look at the environment that she lived in. She was in foster care. Okay. Were her foster parents abusive? Or were they the kind of foster parents, you know, that you hope these children will get? A loving, caring uh, pair of foster parents. Um, it's, it's a very difficult, uh, it's very difficult to, to know the background on that. And none of the mainstream media outlets are talking about this. Uh, they did, they, they, they shot their, CNN and MSNBC shot their load trying to twist it. And apparently that didn't work too well. So they abandoned the story. Fox news talked about it for a time then abandoned it. Uh, One American News, I don't know if they talked about it. I don't. I know that uh, Newsmax did talk about it quite a bit. So that's where a lot of my information came from. But the video in question, uh, I downloaded from uh, YouTube and I had to splice out the news conference and the opening segment, because it was, an over, it was over 24 minutes in length. Had I not done that, it would have been an, an hour op-ed. The only thing I was really looking for was the body cam video. Uh, Cherokee Rose said, when this incident occurred, she was living with foster parents. Okay. So the question becomes now, what was the situation with the foster parents? How were they treating her? 
okay? Because there's, there, there's a, there, there are a lot of variables here. If they were not mistreating her, then she was um, a juvenile delinquent by definition and a thug delinquent at that. So, okay, guys, it is time for, for, for me to do what I do, 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 Time for me to do, 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 do. One last thing on, on this, this girl. One last thing on this girl, George. It's very well likely, had she not been shot and killed, that at some point that cop or one of the other cops in the area would have been dealing with her and probably arresting her for something else. If she's, if she's like we think she was, a thug, she would have probably been arrested and sent off to jail anyway. I mean, yeah, it, it, it came down to her getting killed, but had she not gotten killed, the way we're talking about her, she's a juvenile delinquent, and usually well, the next one of the next logical steps for a juvenile delinquent is they're going to be facing a cop anyway, you know, at some point. Well, right. Mike, you gotta you gotta understand that, that what you're talking about is is pure speculation. Okay, we don't know right. what would have happened. Uh, the bottom line is, I think at this juncture, uh, what needs to be looked at is why she acted out the way she did. What what was what was going on at the time she had a steak knife in her hand and proceeded to attack this other girl. Now, the, 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 the girl she was attacking was wearing a pink jumpsuit. Uh, she was skinny as a rail by the looks of it, you know, considering the size of the, of, of the suspect. So, uh, and, I, and I was watching the body cam footage very carefully. Uh, the mainstream media tried to make it sound like the knife was, already, was on the ground before she was shot. But then the body cam video was very carefully uh, and very closely watched by a whole shitload of people, and that and that state and, and that idea got debunked so fast it, it made their it made the mainstream media's head spin. That's why I suspect it's no longer being talked about. Why they went on to other things. Uh, but I, I, I will say this, and then I'm going to move on to. The, to the first story for discussion of the night. Well, second story, actually. Um, <clears throat> the simple fact is there's more to be revealed. There's going to be more to be, to be revealed in this situation, and I have a feeling it's, it's going to come later on down the road after the Bureau of, of Criminal Investigations does its investigation. And I have seized... Okay, I had to mute my mic, but I couldn't do anything with the video. So if you saw me sneezing on, on the camera, folks, oh, I hate allergy season. You ain't the only one. <laughs> Fellow allergy sufferers of, of, the, of America, I salute you. Yeah! <laughs>
and I have, I still have to blow my snot locker from that last oh. sneezing fit. I'll, I'll trade you, I'll trade you three sneezes, a runny nose, and a fart. <laughs> now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll see your running, your sneezes and and blue and runny nose and a fart. With one massive, with one massive fart, belt, sneeze, and clog nose. And trust me, when I when I muted the mic, it's a good thing I did because I'm sitting there sneezing, and I'm and I actually on the last sneeze, I went. Huh? Needless to say, that that's my body going. Uh huh. See, I told you. Full of gas. Now we're gonna. Now we gotta let that out too. So you sneeze, you sneeze, and you sneeze, and on the last sneeze, uh... yeah, it's, it, it it is that that crazy. Hey, I've heard ship horns. Huh? I've heard ship horns or train horn. That so was me, Gunslinger, going. Like no, Gunslinger. Me. That was me going. Uh... Hey. All aboard! All aboard! <laughs> At least, and to George, think my father have my, the common courtesy. You know, so my, my, my dad used to be a brakeman for the railroad in his in his youth. Go figure. At least you have. At least you have the common courtesy to admit it and and say you're sorry or whatever. Unlike exactly. a certain person. Who's currently in Congress right now? Ooh. Oh yes, Mr. Eric we, Fartwell. We all know the I'm in Swalwell. I'm about, right? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Terrible. <laughs> anyway, moving on, gentlemen. Moving on here. Uh, well, as we are all very well aware, the Arizona audit is underway, and according to One American News Network. Uh, ballot counters are working hard in Arizona to snuff out voting irregularities in last year's presidential election and fight off Democrat attempts to derail them. Now, on Sunday, forensic... Easy for me to say, right, folks? <laughs> Trying again. On Sunday, forensic experts confirmed they are examining thousands of ballots cast in November as part of the audit and in the Grand Canyon State. They are using ultraviolet lights to search for ballot watermarks and weed out phony ballots. Additionally, auditors have been split into several groups, with some examining mail-in ballots and others inspecting ballots, ballot folders, envelopes, along with other related items. Democrat Party officials have tried to challenge the audit in court and they are deploying their operatives in the mainstream media in an attempt to downplay the severity of election fraud as well as discredit Republican challenges to election security. Arizona Republicans were able to continue the audit after thwarting Democrat attempts to derail the audit this weekend, now on Friday, Democrats filed a temporary restraining order to stop auditors from counting the ballots. They later retreated from their position after a judge ordered them to pay $1 million if they lost their legal challenge. 
the, the chair of the Arizona GOP, Dr. Kelly Ward, commented on the victory and gave insight into what's to come. She said the state Supreme Court is set to make a decision to prevent Democrats' attempts to stop the audit. The Arizona justices believe an audit is a constitutional right and protects the... and and. Oh, let me try and get that part out without losing my breath. The Arizona justices... Be- you laugh. I'm running. I'm sitting here, not taking a breath on that last line. That's not good. Anyway, like I was starting to say, guy laughs at me like that. Boy, I tell you, one of these days, crazy Cajun. One of these days, you know. Just you wait. The, <laughs> the <laughs> now you're gonna get me laughing, right? See, that's not fair. The Arizona justices believe an audit is a constitutional right that protects election integrity and ensures the separation of powers. Ward is now asking all Americans to keep watching the audit in real time and reach out to support this effort to save U.S. elections. Meanwhile, Trump-era trade advisor Peter Navarro has been looking ahead to a similar audit in Georgia. He predicts an audit would likely reveal election fraud in the 2020 election, just as it is in Arizona. Navarro added the scale of voter fraud in Georgia is much larger than in Arizona and cited preliminary estimates. The former Trump administration advisor believes election officials let fraud slide through due to collusion between Georgia officials and Democrat Party operatives. He stressed these these audits will reveal patterns of systemic fraud that were used by Democrats in battleground states last year. Well, to say the least, this is interesting. But does this open the door and 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 put the Biden dictatorship in jeopardy because I can't I, honestly I cannot believe there's going to be enough coming from the audits in Arizona and if Georgia does the same thing to really make a difference especially with Biden being the sitting alleged president. Uh, Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Mike. Uh, But before I go to Mike, I will get some comments, if any, from Cherokee Rose. So, Gunslinger, you're up first. Well, you know, even if they found a massive uh, amount of voter fraud, which they probably will, why do you think the Democrats are so... They shot such a hard on trying to stop, trying to stop them. Okay, they know. You know they know that they stole the election. You know that. There's no way to or much about it. But to get it legally adjudicated, you have to go to the Supreme Court. And you know what's up there now is a bunch of fucking pussies and traitors. That's all they are now. Okay, I've said this before. There was plenty of voter fraud evidence even before Comrade. Biden, Sleepy Joe, Camel Toe, the hoe, 
okay, uh, was supposedly elected. They didn't, wasn't elected, they just stole it, okay? There was plenty, I mean, from damn near every state, okay, at least, at least a major swing state, well, that's all you have to, that's all you have to do, a little finagling, is in those swing states, okay, the major swing states. That's all you need. You don't need the little, you don't need to fuck with little states, you know, that don't mean anything. Just these major ones that really decide the outcome of the election. But there was a mountain of evidence, okay, that they that they stole it. And the, and the fucking Supreme Court of the United States of America sat on their fat fucking asses and did nothing. When it was clear, a complete, clear constitutional issue that was before the court, okay? And they refused to hear it. So what good are they? If you have a constitutional question that comes up in this country and the bozos on the Supreme Court won't hear it, what the hell are they fucking doing up there? They just waste the fucking taxpayers' money, okay? So even if they do find 10 mountain-sized piles of voter fraud evidence, are they go- <clears throat> they're the only ones <clears throat> that can say or do anything about it, really, to try to remove him from office is the Supreme Court. They could declare it null and void the election and start all over again. And you know that this time Trump would win. Okay. Cause I know the Democrats wouldn't do it now if the court made a proper and legal and just decision, which they didn't and they won't. There you go. You well, here's, go here's well, gunslinger. <clears throat> now, now let me, let me throw a little, throw a little monkey wrench in there. Let's say these audits prove beyond a reasonable doubt there was voter fraud. If a, uh, if 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 it's possible, I'm not saying it is because I don't know, but if it is possible uh, to uh, to uh, render a decision that makes the 2020 election of the president, vice president, null and void, that would I believe that would mean that the <clears throat> inauguration would be null and void. Every executive order he signed would be null and void. And a uh, a special election would have to be held. Okay? Sure. Now, again, going back to what I've said <clears throat> before, because even if the even with the audits, now think about this, okay? The audits would prove beyond a reasonable doubt that there was fraud, which means the Democrats would not be able to do the same thing they did in 2020 again, ever, because that ship will have sailed. They got caught even with the audits. If, but yeah, if but, if they got exposed, yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Gunslinger. No, I agree. I, th- I totally agree. But we got to look at it in a, in a realistic manner. I am That's looking like at it taking, in a realistic manner. Well, I'm looking at it in a realistic manner with this cup, and I'm going to rub this cup, and a beautiful blonde hot genie's going to pop out of this motherfucker, and I'll catch you later. That's the reality. Is that going to happen? No. Okay. 
Okay, I'm not gonna. I can rub this motherfucker all day long. It ain't gonna do, but sit there and get my hand wet. Okay. Now, if, if it would, yes, I would totally. You know, if, with if they could, if they came up with enough broad and say, look, you either do it or else. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. But they're not gonna do that. You know that. If they didn't, if they didn't hear the first case of the voter fraud, you think they're going to hear this one? <laughs> yeah. Right. That would okay. be a. It'd be a uh, miracle, Gunslinger, hold, hold on a second. They're not, they're not in court with this. You obviously didn't hear what I was saying when it, this is an audit, not a court case. The audits are of the ballots. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> the, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> they're auditing the ballots the mail-in absentees they're they're going through all the envelopes checking the watermarks the works this is not a court case i never said this was a court case they the democrats did go to court but the judges shot them down they shot down the democrats so that the audit could continue now, here's where it comes down. <clears throat> if the Georgia audits are, if Georgia audits their election ballots, like Arizona is doing right now, okay, what will happen with that? Okay, it will prove beyond any reasonable doubt that voter fraud has occurred, which means the Democrats would be unable completely unable to use cheating tactics like they did for 2020 again that ship will have sailed if these audits prove beyond a reasonable doubt there has been election and, and or voter fraud okay now will that overturn the election probably not but it will prove that, like Cherokee Rose said in the chat room on Twitch. Sorry for the snort, folks, but <clears throat> unfortunately, I'm like my fellow, like my callers, I'm suffering from allergies, and unfortunately, that was not a planned action. Uh, everyone will know Biden is an illegitimate president if voter fraud is proven, and she's right. That's exactly what it will prove, that he's illegitimate. And the mainstream media can sit there and call him President Biden all they want. He's a fraud. And that's what he will always be, a fraud. Um, Mike? Well... You know, like Gunn said, he can rub a lamp all night long and hope to get Barbara Eaton, you know, to come out of that lamp. It's not going to happen because, you know, the thing is, is you look at and then, and I'll, I'll get to the guy who's doing these audits with the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 you know, the uh, ultraviolet or whatever, like whatever he's doing with them, but. Uh, you know, uh, if, if, if all this happens, they still don't have to 
take these re- results of these audits to court. You know, to to because uh, you know there has been evidence there, but what what has the okay. Democrats said? Hold on about a second, the evidence oh, there? Mike. Mike, stop well, for a second. The, Mike, the, Mike, the Mike. The evidence is there. Hasn't been proven. Mike, hold on a second. All right. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. They're not talking about taking this stuff to court. Right now, it's just an audit process. That's all it is. You're jumping the. You're sitting there jumping the gun, saying they're going to take it to court. No, they're not. Not. That's not even in the in the works. That's not even a plan yet. <clears throat> okay, and and uh, also George, there's a part of the story about the guy who the the guy who's got going to do the audits with the ultraviolet light or whatever. That's to check the watermarks. That all the there's a number of ballots that have been shredded, you know, and that prove that you know that there was more votes for President Trump, or possibly prove that there's more votes for President Trump. What they're saying with this guy is he can put those ballots back together again and prove that those votes exist, all right, by using this technique. We'll see if that comes to pass, if that, if that does. You know, if, if he can actually do that, if this guy can actually do that, that he can prove that there's more votes out there in these other states that, you know, that maybe were for President Trump. Now, now my thing is, can he do that? Can he actually, can this guy that's doing this uh, process actually do that with these? And, and we, we, we know that, we kind of know that they've done this in all these other battleground states, right? They, oh, we got all these ballots that have President Trump's name on it. Oh, we got to get rid of them somehow. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, one, we're gonna shred them or burn them or whatever. You know, uh, you know, we know that that's we have a good feeling that that something like that has taken place in all these battle, battleground states. If you can prove it in one state, you can prove you can probably prove it in Georgia and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Nevada. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So this—that's how important this audit is in uh, in uh, in Arizona. Because if they can prove that they messed not, not only the machines, but they messed around with the ballots and took ballots away that went probably went for uh, 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 President Trump, and that's big too, you know. <clears throat> George. Okay, let me let me point something out right now. I just put an excerpt from regarding the ultra the ultraviolet lighting. That's an excerpt. If you look in the Mixler chat room, Mike, from the story I read, <clears throat> they're using ultraviolet light to check the watermark and search for phony ballots. That's what the ultraviolet light is for. Okay? The purpose of the audit in Arizona is so that the people of the state of Arizona will know 
once and for all, what the fuck happened? And if in fact there was voter fraud, as as found out in the in this audit in this auditing process, if it finds that there was in fact election and voter and or voter fraud, well, somebody's gonna have a lot of explaining to do. Now, whether it goes into a court case or not, that is yet to be determined. Okay? Don't know if it will. And and, and I'm not finished. Right. And that's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The bottom line <clears throat> is right now, even the state of Georgia wants to do an audit similar to what Arizona is doing. These are key battleground states. If the key battleground states pull audits and voter fraud has been found in all of the battleground states, now the question becomes what to do with it. What to do with all that inf- with that information? Well, first of all, it's going to be released to the general public if, in fact, voter fraud and or election fraud has been discovered in these states. Even in just one state, having it discovered would be a massive blow to the ego of the liberals. Okay? They're going to, if if they committed voter fraud and or election fraud, and it's determined and found out through these audits, excuse me, That that little those shenanigans of 2020 will never be used again because they won't be able to because it will have been found out. The little boys and girls of the Democratic Party will not be able to cheat like this again if the audits prove beyond a reasonable doubt there was election slash voter fraud. Now, if 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 the ev- if this is gathered together as evidence in a court case, there's only one ruling the judge could pull in that ca- in that situation. It would have to go in favor of the Republican Party. It would have to go in favor of voter. It would, they would have to rule that it was election slash voter fraud. Now, what that would do to the 2020 election, I don't know. But I do know this. It would be a massive blow to the Democrats. And the American people, come the midterms, would be voting for Republicans en masse to get, to get many Democrats out of the Senate, out of the, the House of Representatives in the lower chamber. Thus, the Republicans taking back the, 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 the Congress and the Senate. And in 2024 they'll take back the White House because no Democrat in his right fucking mind is going to try and cheat like this again, knowing that they that the audits proved there have they committed fraud, period. And that's what these audits are designed to prove, whether there was or was not fraud. Believe me. And here's the funny, here's the funny thing about it is they have to commit a fraud to get a fraud elected. You know, Joe Biden's nothing but a fraud. 
You know, everything he's done in his in the history of his political life is nothing but a fraud. But that's neither him. That's that's good old Uncle Joe for you. Good good old uh, senile, uh, brain dead Uncle Joe. You know. So, but uh, yeah, and we see two things that that this 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 is causing stress because one for the Democrats is one they're they're starting they're sending lawyers and such into sending people into Arizona to try and stop the stop the uh thing and two this whole this whole h r one that's that's in the house right now that 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 h r one what it is is they they want to make this they want to make this election 2020 a legal thing, thus canceling out the possible, the possible, you know, this, you know, they want to make it legal. In other words, that's what HR one, that bill in the, in the House is all about. It's about it's about the 2020 election and Joe Biden being the alleged uh, commander in chief and all this shit. You know, that's what it's about. So yeah, Th- those are two things that that are happening from the Democrats side. Them sending people in to combat these uh, uh, these possible these these things that are happening in Arizona and HR one. George. Okay, let me let me point out something. With if the Arizona audit proves fraud in the election all right while hr1 may have passed may or may have passed in the in the house of representatives in the lower chamber it still has to get through the senate 60 votes and they're not going to get 60 votes in the senate <clears throat> the only way they're going to accomplish that is to use reconciliation which would be the only way they're going to do it to kill the filibuster. Okay. But HR one right now is still has, is still not even a consideration because you don't hear anything about HR one anymore. Now, an insult to injury. Okay. They would have to scrap HR one in light of Arizona's audit. If the audit proves fraud, it would really put a crimp in their plans because now, oh, shit, son of a bitch, Arizona found our, discovered our fraud. HR1's fucked. And they'd have to scrap it. They would. They'd have no choice. Because how can you make an illegal thing a legal thing? Knowing it's been discovered to be an illegal thing. Simple as, it's simple mathematics. One plus one doesn't equal six. Although to the Democrats it might. Well, that's right, George. That's, that's the uh, that's the common core math, you know. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. But moving right along, apparently the Supreme Court agrees to hear major concealed handgun case. Ooh, baby. The U.S. Supreme Court stepped back into the heated debate over gun rights on Monday, agreeing to hear a challenge backed by the National Rifle Association to New York State's restrictions on people carrying concealed handguns in public. The justices will take up an appeal by two gun owners and the New York affiliate of the NRA, an influential gun rights group closely aligned with Republicans of a lower court ruling throwing out their challenge to the restrictions on concealed handguns outside the home. Lower courts rejected the argument made by the plaintiffs that the restrictions violated the U.S. Constitution's Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. The lawsuit sought an unfettered right to carry concealed handguns in public. The case could lead to the most consequential ruling on the scope of the Second Amendment in more than a decade. A state firearms licensing officer had granted the two men concealed carry permits, but restricted them to hunting and target practice, prompting the legal challenge. The court's 6-3 conservative majority is seen as sympathetic to an expansive view of Second Amendment rights. The debate over gun control in the United States has intensified in the wake of a spat of recent mass shootings, including one at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis on April 15th, in which a gunman killed eight employees and then himself. And two in March, in less than a week, one in Georgia and the other in Colorado, that left a total of 18 people dead. <clears throat> the Supreme Court, in a landmark 2008 ruling, excuse me one second, <clears throat> recognized for the first time an individual's right to keep, in, to keep guns at home for self-defense, and in 2020 applied that right to the state's the plaintiffs in the New <clears throat> excuse me. The plaintiffs in the New York case asked for that right to be extended beyond the home. A ruling invalidating New York's law could imperil similar laws on the books in other states, setting various criteria for a concealed carry license. Seven other states and the District of Columbia impose restrictions that give authorities more d discretion to deny concealed firearm permits. A ruling against New York could also force lower courts to cast a skeptical eye on new or existing gun control laws. Gun control advocates are concerned that the conservative justices could create a standard for gun control that could threaten measures that states already have implemented, such as expanded criminal background checks for gun buyers and red flag laws targeting the firearms of people deemed dangerous by the courts. 
In the past decade, U.S. US Republicans and gun rights advocates have pressed the justices to take up a new case to further extend gun rights. The court has moved rightward during during that time period with the addition of three justices appointed by Republican former President Donald Trump. Okay, let me put this in in proper, uh, in kind of a proper context. Okay, if if this if this action goes, to, this action is taken up by the Supreme Court, and it will be. What's going to happen is the Supreme Court's going to look at this, and if the Supreme Court rules in favor of the in 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 their favor. It is going to go a long way toward dismantling unconstitutional gun laws across the country, including and not limited to the New York Safe Act. Now, of course, uh, Mike Peters is not here, and he he knows more about the New York Safe Act than I do, uh, and I wish he were here right now because I. He could he could enlighten us a little bit more on that than than I can, but based on my uh, studies of, of what's go, of the situation, um, let's let's basically look call this for what it is. If the Supreme Court rules in favor of of of, of our Second Amendment rights in this regard, it's going to make headway for changes. And the New York Safe Act would be je- would be in huge jeopardy, and so would gun laws in other states si- that are similar to the Safe Act, and HR one twenty seven would be in big trouble. All right. Yes, it would. <laughs> Starting with Mike, and in between Mike and Gunslinger, I'll see if Cherokee Rose has anything. And of course, and if she does not, I will go then to Gunslinger. And here I go with my throat screwing up again. Excuse me. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I think I think the HO one twenty seven was in trouble in in the first place because it's going to be hard for them to force the sheriffs, the police departments, and stuff in other states like Texas and Louisiana and Florida to uh, to go in and take the guns. Yeah, you may try and come in there and take away their funding, but the, the manpower is still not going to be there. They'd have to send a ton of manpower from the local FBI, whatever, and that's not, that's, that's not gonna happen. But anyway, yeah, you're right, George. This is big. If they rule in the form, if they rule, uh, if they give an opinion that is for gun rights of these two guys, then that means one, the New York Safe Act is gone. That includes and not limited to the fact of all those medicines that that keep you away from getting a pistol permit, you know, if you want a pistol permit. Well, it'll so put the safe act in that, jeopardy is what it'll do. 
I didn't say I didn't say anything about it being gone, but it will put it in severe jeopardy, no, which could jeopardy, lead yeah. to which could lead and, to possibly and, the Safe Act being jeopardy, and it's and it's major. It, right now, it's major. Got it's yeah, it was passed on the dead of night and all that stuff, but it's major guy uh, who is your esteemed your quote esteemed governor, Governor Monkey Tits himself. Uh, uh, is in trouble right now, and he was the biggest proponent of the New York Safe Act, or one of them at least. Then, if your biggest proponent, is, one of your biggest proponents, is in trouble, and that thing goes away because he can't defend it himself. Now, granted, this is. Michael Bloomberg is another one of these guys that his that that that's no that's that was his big one of his big issues. In fact, that was his biggest issue was he was a big anti-gun guy, right? Was Michael Bloomberg his right, Michael Bloomberg for that matter, right? So, but if that thing can if we can get, if y'all can get that thing to go away, and hey. Because of this opinion, an opinion that comes out of this case, it's not a ruling; it's an opinion. And I mean, it'll be, a, it'll be a Supreme Court decision. Say, well, how, how are you going to enforce the opinion of, that comes out of this case? Well, again, it's a Supreme Court. You should—they shouldn't have to enforce it. You should just live by it. But, but that's that's neither here nor there. It. These laws need to go away. They have to go away, and this they they should go away. And that HR one twenty seven would be in trouble. I mean, they would they would almost have to do to that. If this case, if they take up the case and opinion comes down, they would almost have to do to that. The Democrats would have to do to that what they've done to HR one. And just take it completely off the table. Well, they haven't taken HR one off the table yet. The only way that's going to happen is if the audit in Arizona, and if an audit in Georgia, should take place, similar to what Arizona is doing. And if both, even if just one, proves fraud, I, I would think that they would have to pull HR one off the table because, well. It would be pointless to try it. All right. As far as HR one twenty seven goes, which is more relevant to what we're talking about here, HR one twenty seven, they would have to pull that as they, they would probably have to pull that because HR one twenty seven would is a massive. Uh, Oh, a massive infringement on the second on, on everyone's Second Amendment rights. So, I think what it comes down to is we're we're in, we're we're in a holding pattern, so to speak. We're in a wait and see situation. Now, uh, before I get to Gunslinger, who is back on the on the line, by the way, Gunslinger, I saw you dropped, and I'm glad we got you back. Um, the, um, 
comments I have here from uh, Cherokee Rose. I don't know that I trust the Supreme Court to make the right decisions at this point. Um, I'm not so sure I trust them either, but at this point, what, what choice do we have? Okay? The Constitution, the Second Amendment states, and I, and I, will, I, will, I will always repeat this, and I'm glad I have it committed to memory. This is this is really something. I actually committed that one to memory. Probably the easiest one to commit to memory, actually. But the Second Amendment states, and by the way, it is also the in is the second item in the Bill of Rights. And that's how the Second Amendment came to be. It was initially in the Bill of Rights and then became the Second Amendment of the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, these laws infringe on our Second Amendment rights. We, it, time will tell what the Supreme Court decides. Hopefully, they decide in favor of the Second Amendment and our gun rights. Gunslinger? Well, <clears throat> it's <laughs> if what <clears throat> you and Mike are saying is true, then this should have happened 25 years ago. Okay. The Supreme Court should have took up the question of the Second Amendment. Why is it taking so fucking long? I mean, it said the same thing 25 years ago as it does today. You have a right to keep and bear arms and it shall not be infringed, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Nothing's changed. Okay? That wording has not changed. The meaning of that has not changed. Okay? So why didn't the Supreme Court way back then, when it was a little bit more easier, okay, put their foot down real finely, the Supreme or the, the, the Second Amendment stands as it is. Can't fuck with it. Here we are. <clears throat> Twenty five years fucking later. Two and a half decades later. And they do not want to take up that decision. I mean, think about it. I mean, if they wouldn't take up the decision of the most constitutional issue of the presidency of the United States of America, you think they're really going to take up the fucking issue of the Second Amendment? No. They're going to hedge and dodge. Hedge and dodge. Oh, well, we, we well, might this, hear this. this rule, Gunslinger, this, this gun case is being taken up by the sec by the. Well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, does yeah, entail yeah. the Second Amendment. Yeah, it does, but there's always but. If <laughs> if they didn't take it up and at least allow a few people, well, see, we allowed this person, Mr. George Center, to go up there and argue this case and everything. See, we did listen, but we're going to rule against you. You can go up there and argue all day long. I don't care. <laughs> you can argue all week long. <laughs> okay. You're assuming but that you're, you're assuming, of course, that they're already, already deciding against it. 
but look at look at the history. They have they have not ruled firmly at point on the Second Amendment. Well, I, you know, I don't think they've ever ruled on it. Fi- a final decision. I don't care about arguments. I don't care about you know briefs and all this bullshit. They have never put their foot down and said this is the way it is on the Second Amendment. Period. I'm 57, 57 years old, and I've never heard of it. Okay, so what what do you think they're going to do with this 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 person? And since the NRA has no balls anymore, well, they file papers, they file bullshit all they want to. Well, we'll we'll send up a couple of lawyers. Okay, well, sorry, Mister Zinger, but your case they didn't they refused to hear it, or they ruled against you. Uh, but maybe we can appeal. Uh, maybe we can appeal in twenty fucking years. Come on, these people are not are not your fucking friends. Okay? I never said they were. Even though, no, I never did say you said that they never were. <laughs> I'm just stating a fact that they're not your fucking friends, okay? And for that New York safe fact, you've got to be kidding me. In a sea of libturds, just like Mike Peter has said, he has a fucking goddamn concealed carry. How he got that, I have no idea. He must have known some people in some high places. He got okay. his concealed carry years before the Safe Act even became a reality. Yeah, yeah, but even then they were tough. That's still one of the toughest states in the nation to even get a concealed carry. Okay, and like I said, he must know somebody because he said he even said that normally people don't get it. Well, there's a diet. Well, there's other no, no. Well, we yeah, okay, you, you did it. Okay, now. Nah. It's their, it's their final decision. It's not yours. It's their final decision. And it just solidified it when they fucking put the New York Safe Act in. And that was unconstitutional. How long has that been in there now? Four years? No, it's been, years, it's been on like the books since 2013. Oh, well, 2013. There you go. Even longer. And the NRA hasn't picked it up. Nobody's picked it up. Nobody because we, had, we the, didn't have a conservative uh, majority the in, the, in the Supreme Court. That's not to say that they're they're, they're they're going to. They're, that's not to say that they they may or look they may or may not rule in fa- in in the in favor of this this one case. And if they do, now this is this is the thing, gunslinger. If they do, <clears throat> it's a big hit shot in the arm because that means that. <clears throat> Going after these other laws that are unconstitutional are next because they're going to have to look at that. Oh, they're going to have to look at all the laws that are like unconstitutional in regards to the Second Amendment. That includes and not limited to the Safe Act. And if it's found to be unconstitutional, bye bye. They can look at it all, all they want to, but. Based upon what they've done, based upon the history of what they've done, okay, it's not looking good. Now, if they ruled for the people on all these unconstitutional issues, hell yeah, it would fucking be thrown out instantly. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Okay, but when you have these people that don't, that has ruled against all this for all these years, for whatever reason, you know, they're there's screwball reasons, but you know, 
if they were, like I said, if they were angels up there and wearing halos, well, of course you're going to get a fair and just ruling. Hear me out. Fair and just. But right now, these people are not fair and they're not just. Okay? Plain and simple. Okay? Hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. Okay? But, you know, you know, hope is a four-letter word, isn't it? Okay? I mean, it's just like Texas down here. We should have been leading the nation in constitutional care. Okay? As big as a gun state that Texas is? Come on, really? Uh, we should have been leading the nation. Texas should have been the first one to get constitutional care. Okay? But look at the libtards down there in fucking Austin, state capitol. It passed the House. And it probably, it looks like it may have a good chance of passing the Senate now. What, 20 fucking years later? Okay? Since that, since that nutcase fucking rammed his truck through the Luby's cafeteria and shot all those fucking people? It should have occurred back then. And then those people wouldn't have died, would they? Or any place in any major city that has ruled the Second Amendment basically is unconstitutional, okay? Because if they, wrote, if they ruled it constitutional in places like Chicago, you would be able to openly carry guns. New York and Georgia, you would be able to get a handgun. Well, you wouldn't even need a license. You'd have constitutional carry in New York State and in the city of New York. But the way it looks right now, and if you could, if you could flush all these liberals out into the ocean tomorrow, I guarantee you, you could get a gun the next day. George, you could get, you could get a, next, a gun the next, very next day. You flush these goddamn liberals out, out to sea. Okay? We'll see what we... Go ahead. <laughs> well, time will tell. <clears throat> time will tell. tell. We'll just, it, it, right, now, right now, the only thing we can... The problem with flushing them out the sea gun is you're poisoning the oceans. They'll get a shark shits. Shit shark. Shark shit. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, something like that. Like I said, guys, it's right now it's a wait and see. That's all we can do. That's all we can really do. But on the on the heels of that story, <clears throat> check this out. First time purchasers of firearms help spur U.S. gun sales. Now, check this out, guys. The coronavirus pandemic and civil unrest over the last year are causing many people to purchase firearms for the first time, leading to what appears to be a record number of gun sales for the second consecutive year, NPR reported on Monday. The first-time buyers across ethnic, age, and political groups as they are being driven by fear and uncertainty, as well as a common feeling that they must take control of the protection of their family. Industry insiders added that concerns Congress will pass new gun control legislation following a large number of recent mass shootings has made the buying, of, the buying craze even more pronounced. My gun store has had a run like I've never seen before. Todd Cotta, 
the owner of King's Gun Center in Hanford, California, told NPR. It was just an avalanche of new gun buyers for the first time. Another gun store owner, Geneva Salmon, concurred, told NPR her, bank, her Burbank, California-based business and that of her husband have both registered an increase in sales as well as a boost in enrollment in their firearms education classes. We've definitely seen an uptick in the class options we offer, she said, before they would never sell out. Now, they sell out two days after we post them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Observations of record-breaking demand for gun store owners is backed by FBI data, which shows that six of the top ten days for instant background checks which are mandated by the federal government before a licensed firearm retailer can sell a gun, took place last month. The week of March 15th to the 21st was the highest mark for FBI background checks since 1998, completing 1,218,002 total firearm checks. In January, more than 4 million background checks were processed, up from 2.7 million in the same month last year. And in February, 3.4 million checks were reported, an increase from the 2.8 million last year in February 2020. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last month, the FBI completed nearly 4.7 million background checks a significant boost compared to the same month the year before, when the agency reported 3.7 million checks. A National Shooting Sports Foundation survey last year said gun shop owners reported that 40% of customers were first-time gun buyers from January until April 2020. These first-timers were buying a semi-automatic handgun at a high rate outpacing the second-most-purchased firearm, shotguns, by a two-to-one margin. Despite the demand, gun shops say they are not cashing in on the boom due to a lack of inventory caused by pandemic-induced inventory issues, such as shipping delays. If I would have had a supply of guns and ammunition throughout this last year, I could have been a big it could have been a big boon for me, Kata said. But I'm running on 10% of the inventory I used to run with, and I can't restock it even today. So, the gun sales are, 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 are guns are flying off the shelves at, at a record pace. Uh, and I, and I gotta say, this, uh, this doesn't surprise me. One of the one of the the sharp realities in this is that people are realizing that given the situation we are faced with in this country with all of the mass shootings that do take place with all of the unrest that's going on where people are actually 
doing more home invasions than, than in previous years, people are realizing that they need a gun to protect themselves and their families and their businesses and so forth. And insult to injury for the Democrats, however, as this story points out, and uh, let me see if I, here it is, right in the second paragraph. It says, the first time buyers cross ethnic, age, and political groups as they are being driven by fear and uncertainty. Okay? So now, it's not just, it's not just age or, or ethnicity, but political groups as well. So whether, whether you're Republican or Democrat, independent or right to life, or my rent's too damn high party member, obviously people are realizing that owning a gun today is security and they need that. And in light of the, the calls for defunding or abolishing police, can you blame people for being first-time gun owners? But what I have to say to these first-time gun owners is this. Yes, take all the classes you, you know, that you can. By all means, do that. I would not, I would highly recommend that. But above all, show the liberal Democrats exactly where we, you know, where it's at. The fact that we have that we the american people have a second amendment right to keep and bear arms and that all these anti-gun legislations that are being introduced whether at the state level or the federal level uh people are saying with a clear voice excuse me but if you're going to defund the police we need a means to protect ourselves and all this anti-gun crap has got to stop. Because if there's no because if the police are cut in half or not there at all, we need a way to protect ourselves. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. So, Gunslinger, I see you you dropped again. Glad you're back. Again. It's Microshaft at it again. <laughs> of course. Microshaft doesn't like us. We conservatives are Microshaft's worst enemies. <sighs> anyway, Gunslinger, I'll start with you, and then I'll see what uh, Cherokee Rose may have said on this, and then go to Mike. So, you can go for it. Ooh, well, excuse me. you know, I've said it a zillion times. That these people don't want you to protect yourself for some odd reason. Okay, home invasions—they're up. Every crime is really up since Joe Blow and the hoe got in there. And you know they want to defund. The, they want to defund the police and all this, all this stuff. I think the raghead there just wants to get rid of the police completely. Not have no police at all. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that go over like a lead balloon? Hmm. 
whether you like the whether you like the police or not, we're stuck with them. Okay. Uh, it would be well, it would turn into the wild wild west again. I guarantee. Well, maybe that would maybe that's a good thing. I mean, hypothetically speaking, that is. Uh, you wouldn't have no libtards because they'd be a moving target. You wouldn't have these pansy motherfuckers that are out there right now, these crybabies. You wouldn't have them. They wouldn't last. You damn sure wouldn't have home invasions and armed robbery and all this shit because most of them would be six foot under pushing up daisies. <laughs> Just like it was back in the old west. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's crazy that, that you have to wear a sidearm like I do. That, that's the reason I wear my gun is I choose to protect myself and my property. Okay, and with these with the idiots in the White House that's wanting to take away those God-given rights. How can you take away a God-given right? I have no idea, but they think they can. Okay, because they think that they are above God. You know that. They're the kings. You got to worship the king and the queen, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've said, I've showed you the pictures of our local two Walmarts in my area where the shelves are basically picked clean of uh, ammunition. You, I showed you the, 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 the sites on Cheaper Than Dirt were what available ammunition uh, it's fucking through the goddamn roof. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you have the first-time gun buyers out there that are kind of seeing the light now. Like, ah, what the hell is going on out here? You want to defund the police? You want to get rid of them? You want to do this? You want to do that? You know, this guy, this, this dickhead in the fucking White House who won't take your guns, the only thing that you can defend yourself with you know in most cases this is insanity this is insane and you know the joe blow and camel toe wants, wants to do away with the wall and to keep these people out of this country the very ones that are coming in here ms-13 game number dope head drug cartels fuck you name it they're pouring over the border and they're just disappearing into this vast country. Oh, they'll be given a court date five years down the road. You really think they're going to come to a court date? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a good one. So, yeah. I mean, I can see why people are starting to freak out. And I think it's long overdue. I really do. I think it's a long overdue that something has to be done. It's got to stop by whatever means, whenever Whatever, whatever means. If we don't, can you imagine society in 10 years? Yeah, five years. I mean, it's not going to be a pretty sight. Go ahead. Be a pretty sight. Well, Cherokee Rose, watching by way of twitch.tv, um, first of all, <laughs> said, uh, by the way, in regards to Texas, uh, Texas should be leading the nation on many issues right now, but disappointingly, they aren't. You know, as as you pointed out, with the uh, leading the way as uh, constitutional carry. Now, having said that, in regards to this story, uh, does the does the does the phrase 
Behind every blade of grass sound familiar? Yeah, it should. We've heard Gunslinger say it more than once on this broadcast. Because there's a gun owner behind every blade of grass, and that's what the Japanese were afraid of during World War II. Ooh, that's why this country isn't, isn't so easy to invade. That's why people are not too thrilled with the idea of trying to come into this country to take it over because they know behind every blade of grass there's a gun owner. Yeah. And in regards to the story in general, wow, that's awesome news because gun sales are up exponentially across the board. And in, in a year's time, in some cases, by a million that's way too awesome for, to, for words. And yes, prepare to protect yourself. And I agree with you, Cherokee Rose. We, you know, we we have to be prepared for any contingency. You know, it's it's like it's like in the military. We train for every possible scenario. We train for every contingency. At the end of the day, we have to plan and plan and plan. Okay, and that's what I was taught when I was in the guard. Plan for every conceivable scenario. Have a plan. Have a backup plan. Have a backup plan of the backup plan. Always pays to be prepared. Um, now, Flycatch said something. I, I guess he wasn't... Uh, he wasn't, I don't know if he was listening to what we were talking about here uh, in regards to the gun sales and the increase on, on that. But Flycatch said on DLive, Trump will be back in office the month of August 2021. This came from the mouth of the pillow man. Uh, that's Mike Lindell, for those of you wondering. He's referring to Mike Lindell of My Pillow. Uh, yeah. Here it is, what, <clears throat> April, March, let's see, February, March, April, that's three months now since Inauguration Day. May's coming around the corner real quick. That'll be four months. He's still sitting in the Oval Office. I'm not, I'm not too confident of that August 2021 that you're talking about, that you're, you're, you're tossing out there, Flycatch. Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to be a wet blanket, but you know. And although I, I wish he were, but I, I doubt it. Uh, and and Cherokee Rose says, "I love my pillow." Well, guess what? I bought one of those my pillows a couple of years back. I still have it to this day, and I still and I and it's still nice and comfy for me. As soon as I hit, my head hits that pillow, I'm like out like a light. So <laughs> there you go. Um, Mike, on the issue of the increased gun sales, what are your thoughts? You know, we have a couple of we have a couple of uh, pawn shops in a little town I've been up and I've. Sometimes I'll go into them, and sometimes, you know, just to see what they have there. 
And lately, I've went into a couple to the pawn shops, and generally speaking, when I used to go in, when I go went into them before, I find mm, two, three, two, three guns in the you know pistols, maybe a rifle in the gun shop. Somebody pawned them. Nowadays, if you find nothing, you go and look at the, you go and look and see if they have a gun in there, and there's nothing there. It's not just new guns. It's it's uh, guns that are you know in pawn shops that have sold as well. So yeah, that there's that, and yeah, Texas should have been leading the way, and and tell you the truth, I mean, in certain, a lot of things. Uh, Texas tried to lead the way, particularly when they uh, with the election stuff that the that suit that came out of Texas. They tried to sue these other states, which they got thrown out. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, they these guns. The it, it seems like every time, particularly recently, a Democrat has taken office. I mean, go back to Obama, go back to the original hostage holder in chief in Obama. What happened several months after he took office with gun sales? They went off the charts, right? You know, they were off the charts, crazy. You know, after Obama took office, uh, allegedly took office. Anyway. Uh, they were off the charts. So, yeah, it's happened, and it will continue to happen because people know a Democrat. You know, people know Democrats. People know that the Dem- what the Democrats want to do in taking away the guns. And here's, here's another little bit of history about, the, about guns. What was one of the two things that the British did when they came? When they came to start the war, uh, start, start the revolutionary, uh, revolutionary War, what they did is they went around and they confiscated all the lead and all the guns, or, or at least tried to, all right, in terms of making the ammo and having the guns. They got it all. They tried to get it all. Now, it didn't work, but... They tried to get it out, and that's out of that. Out of that came the Second Amendment. You know, you know, out of that type of stuff came the Second Amendment. Because, and again, like you said, George, what did uh when he when they made the plan when the uh, Japanese made their plans to do what they did with Pearl Harbor, they stopped at Pearl Harbor, right? Because what did uh, was it was it was it Tojo or whatever his name was the general uh, for the you know for for Japan they're going to have a gun behind every blade of grass the Japanese knew this even though it's been proven that the Germans had submarines off the coast of the East Coast at, at times. They knew it, you know. Yeah, they may have. You may have had Hitler, who was crazy in general, thinking about, oh, I'm gonna maybe 
trying and you know trying to invade the United States, but he's not crazy enough to try to invade the United States. Well, he might have been, but he, you know he he didn't he didn't get the chance. In other words, so you got that going for it. Look, here's the deal. Again, I've said it again. Even if HR one twenty seven, I I hope I hope they, the Supreme Court takes up this this thing this this gun case. You know, I hope they do. But uh, in in terms of history, in terms of yeah, they took up Heller and all this other stuff. But in terms of important cases that should have been taken up that weren't. By the Supreme Court, all you got to do is look back to all the voter fraud cases that were brought by Trump and other people to the Supreme Court that they, uh, we're not going to take it up, you know. So I'm not at all confident that this case is going to be taken up by the Supreme Court, even if it gets there, right? So gun sales... Well, all, as long as they don't correct the problem, gun sales will always spike when a Democrat gets elected, be it cheating or otherwise. It's always going to happen because people know the policies that they espouse. I mean, look, we saw it. Uh, one of the guys, uh, Bloomberg, was going to run for president, right? He ran for president. A Bloomberg is a one-issue guy. What's that one issue, George? It's guns, right? So that's what the Democrats are, you know. And like I said, any time a Democrat gets elected to the presidency and has all the power in these Congress, in the Congress, like they do. You're going to see this happen. You're going to see gun sales, ammunition sales, keep it in dirt, Walmart, uh, whatever, all these things that you're going to see off the charts because it's a Democrat. It's a Democrat in the presidency, it's a Democrat Senate, and it's a Democrat House. It's going to be a given. Back to you, George. Well, let me put this out there, okay, in regards to the gun sales increase, which is what we were talking about. With gun sale increase goes ammunition sales. It's kind of a given. Gunslinger and I sat here toward the close of one, of a broadcast last week looking at cheaper than dirt and just for the 22 caliber bullets that my my 22 caliber long rifle uses the prices for those for those, for that ammunition is insane gunslinger also mentioned how at the Walmart that he goes to, and I've got the pictures, and, and I've I've seen the pictures, okay, and I've even shown those pictures on this broadcast. 
on the video side. The shelves were, it was like old Mother Hubbard's cupboard. Bare. With the exception of a, a box here and a box there of ammunition. Okay? Now, Flycatch Flycatch said let me see here guns are fine but without ammunition they are innate uh, people are going to pay through the nose to get ammunition okay they're going to pay through the nose because they see what's coming down the pipe if H.R. 127 is, is passed and signed in, people are going to be pissed. So they want, they want, just in case. I'm not saying there's going to be a, a, a revolution. I'm saying just in case, because they're going to want the ammunition just in case all hell breaks loose across the country. Now, uh, before that, Flycatch was talking about if Biden gets his way, he will nationalize the, the police agencies nationwide. The plan is developing right before us. Um, I don't see how that can be. Okay, because... You've got Ilhan Omar, member of the squad in the Congress, calling for the abolishment of the police. Doesn't sound like she wants nationalizing police agencies to me. Then, of course, you've got other Democrats who are calling just for the defunding of police. Doesn't sound like a nationalization there either. Okay. And Cherokee Rose said, I think that's their goal in defunding police departments. Now, Flycatch said that his local gun store only stocks 22 caliber ammunition. All other calibers are on back order. Okay? A lot of gun stores are, are faced with that right now. And I'm willing to bet that if Gunslinger, if you went to your local Walmart and looked at the guns, at, at the ammunition shelves again... 50-50 chance you may see ammunition on the on those shelves. It's 50-50. Based on what you showed me the last time. Cheaper than dirt, probably going to be through the nose still. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a, it, we're, we're in very crazy mixed up times. Well... Finally tonight, before we, 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 we close up shop, and we're going to go into overtime on Blog Talk Radio, which is fine. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, take down the uh, call-in number because you will not be able to call in. We are in overtime on BTR. So let me just switch that off. There we go. Um, finally tonight... And I'm going to I'm going to carry over um, this one story from that I had for tonight for tomorrow 
because I do want to get I wanted I wanted to bring this in, but former. Now check this out, guys. Before you take off, Mike, don't forget. I want to get your final thoughts before you leave, so don't go anywhere just yet. And I'd like to get your thoughts on on this story. Now, former Food and Drug Administration chief says U.S. should lean more aggressively to lift COVID-19 restrictions. All right. Now, according to the former head of the FDA, the U.S. should lean more aggressively to lift coronavirus restrictions. In an interview over the weekend, Dr. Scott Gutlob, said the decline in new cases is locked in at this point and he doesn't expect another surge. The physician thinks officials should really focus on easing restrictions related to outdoor activities. He asserted that people should not be required to wear masks outside anymore and outdoor gatherings should be encouraged without capacity limits. In an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal, Sunday, Dr. Gutlob suggested the CDC update its guidelines to permit outdoor gatherings without face masks. He said the policy process in Washington, D.C. is moving too slowly and should instead follow states like Texas and New Hampshire by relaxing outdoor requirements. Bless you. Dr. Gutlob said... Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Gottlob said, even though other strains of the virus are popping up around the country, people are more immune because of vaccines or prior infections. This comes as the CDC has reported more than half of Americans have received their first dose and nearly 40% are fully vaccinated. Now, let me put something out there. I know people are afraid to get this vaccine, okay? I got the first dose of the Moderna vaccine on February 26th. The second dose on March 26th. Everybody was all worried about people dying from the second dose and everything else and the fear. Hey, guess what, folks? I'm still here. This ain't a ghost you're looking at on the video feeds. I'm still here. <laughs> and the only th- the, the only bad effect from the whole damn thing was the feeling of a bruise on my arm. But no bruise appeared. That's long since disappeared. I'm doing real good. Eyes. <laughs> so... As to uh, the the, the uh, lifting of COVID restrictions, I agree with Dr. Gutlob. It's it's past time. Fear and more fear mongering on on the part of uh, the CDC and Dr. Fucknuts Fauci uh, only proves one thing. We don't need no more thinking masks. Okay? It's time to lift the outdoor restrictions. Mm-hmm. I would love, I really would love to see my family 
face to face on the 4th of July. I haven't seen my family face to face in a long time. And I would love to have the 4th of July opportunity to see everybody and go, Hi there. So, yeah, I think I think Dr. Gutlob is, is spot on when he says uh, that the CDC needs to update its guidelines to permit outdoor gatherings without face masks. Honestly, there are people being vaccinated every day. And notice, ladies and gentlemen, we don't hear about anyone dying from the vaccines anymore. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe because it ain't happening anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know it's not been properly this and properly that and probably the other thing and la da la da la da la. But guess what? We're going to end up dying of something eventually down the road. Me, I'm hoping old age. Yeah, I would, I would love to make it to 99.99999 years of age. Mm. Lord knows I'd love to make it that far. Yeah, I'd be happy to just make it to 70. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I just turned 58 on April 22nd by Cracky, and I love it. So, yes. Let's drop the the restrictions with the face masks for the outdoor for outdoors and and kill the uh, limitations uh, on the outdoor capacities. I think it's I say I think it's a safe bet we can start living normal lives again. Mike, starting with you, your thoughts on this? Well, first things first. I felt like I needed to sneeze because. You've already done it, and we hear Gunn with his with his problems. So I felt like I had to do something to catch up. <laughs> so, you so know? your sinuses so said sneeze time. <laughs> yep, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> and like I said, bless you. Yeah. So anyway, well, you know, I didn't have a problem taking a shot, just like you. I, you know, it was Moderna and all that stuff, but. Um, uh, you know, it was nothing but a bruise. Now my aunt, who got the second shot, she got the chill, but she's she's in her seventies, right? She got the chills and slept a lot and all that stuff, you know, and taking the shot. And well, I don't want to mention somebody that's not here, but that's what happened to Cat, you know. But Cat, you know, well, Cat is Cat. But anyway, uh, you know. I had no problems with it. Now, I'm not, in, in a few years, when they say, oh, you got to get a booster shot, I'm not getting a damn booster shot. I feel like it's good enough, you know. One shot's good enough. And I, I haven't had a flu shot in damn near, I don't know how long now, you know. So. This year's the first time I've actually not had a flu shot. Right. So I am not going to get the – if they tell me I have to have a booster shot, I ain't going to get it. I'm sorry. 
Not gonna happen. Not gonna what, do it. Of the we, of the vaccine. Uh, yeah, the vaccine, the vaccine, second yeah. shot is not a booster shot. It's the second part of the vaccine. The first part doesn't do no, an ounce of good two part without the second. Right. I already did. I already got the two shots. What they're talking about is having to have a booster shot every a shot every year. You know, I haven't heard anything about that. Like, I'm not Where are you getting that from? But, well, that's I've what, the, that's what I've heard. I, I've heard the same thing. Yep. Yep. Where are you guys getting that information from? Put it in Google. Is there a that sec- or is there a booster shot required or something like that? Well, right. I'll tell you so what. Anyway, I, I, the but, best the, the best resource I have is my primary care physician. So I've got a telehealth with her coming up soon. So I will raise that question with her about booster shots. And if she says no, that's not true. Right. I will accept. I would accept anyway, her word but anyway, in a New York minute. I mean, anyway, look uh, on the on the issue of the mask. Yeah, we need to get rid of the mask. All right, we need to because frankly, they don't work, and they never have worked. You know, I mean, oh, we got to uh, even even Dr. Fucknuts Fauci, who. Of course. Oh, we didn't need to use the mask. Oh, six months later. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and use the mask. So he changed his mind, and he's never changed back, but he changed his mind. I mean, it's... Uh, it's Right. So, I mean, it's like, what does he know that we don't, and what... Well, probably nothing, because he's an idiot. He's a probably a Democrat, but... I, I don't know. He's an idiot, even though, oh, I've got a, I'm a doctor. Well, doesn't mean that doctors aren't idiots. I mean, they, there's a reason why it's called a medical practice, right? They practice medicine. They don't, they, they haven't perfected it yet. They practice it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Masks need to go and look. I'm so I didn't vote for the man, but the Democrat governor of our state, who's the leader of the Democratic Party in the state of Louisiana, he has lived up to, uh, you know, those uh, guidelines that Trump, you know, the the state, the three state, four state guidelines that Trump put forward, the Trump administration put forward. We're on the verge of having of him saying no more mask in the state of Louisiana. So good, you know, and that's a good thing. Now, uh, will will fuck nuts, uh, uh, monkey tits, Governor Monkey Tits, say anything about that? Probably not, but he's Governor Monkey Tits for a reason. <laughs> Back to you, George. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna. I will talk to my primary care physician. I have, I've had this doctor for a long time, and she hasn't steered me wrong yet. So I'll talk to my primary care physician and find out about this booster shot stuff, and I'll let you know what I find out uh, regarding that. Um, 
Now Cherokee Rose said she heard she had heard uh uh hang on a second here, let me go back to this. Uh the uh, let's see here, bear with me. She said, I read a lot of people aren't going back for a, for a second shot. And a lot of people aren't for some reason. Okay. Uh, now she said that she heard she heard the same thing about booster shots, maybe even after second doses. Um, again, I'm going to look into this. I'll talk to my to my doctor because, like I said, she has no she has not steered me wrong yet. Uh, she has she has been straightforward with me, and she is quite knowledgeable when it comes to her to as a doctor. If she wasn't, I wouldn't be having her as a doctor. Okay. Now, in regards to the masks, in regards to masks, I think we're all in agreement. Masks are worthless. Okay. Seriously. I mean, yes, you need them when you're if you're in your if you're in the medical profession. But they change masks after every patient we have to wear a mask all day long if we're sitting in a in a public space or what have you and those masks all you're doing is breathing back in your own carbon dioxide which toxifies the body as no way pointed out on this broadcast a while back Speaking of no way, no way if you're watching and or listening to this, we'd love to hear from you, buddy. Been a while. I've been trying to reach you, but it's been a while. Can't get hold of you. Hope everything's all right, my friend. Uh, Gunslinger? Did we get your thoughts yet? Well, or? you know, you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's a, the mask, like I said, you would, like I've said before a zillion times, you'd have to put on a space suit or a scuba suit uh, with oxygen tanks or them fire tanks that those firefighters use on their back <clears throat> to really protect you from anything, especially fart gases. Okay. <laughs> you definitely need that. I'll, 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 I should <laughs> say something, but I'll wait so. until you know. <laughs> But anyway, you know, they don't, they don't work. Okay. You know that. It's just, Okay, yeah, I'll wear one just to make you happy. Okay, you know, there's the, the, the percentage of them things working are like slim to none, probably 2% on a scale from 1 to 100, 2%. That ain't very much. Okay, uh, as for these, these booster shots, no, sorry. Uh, like, like Mike said, and I've said it, doctors are not perfect, they're practicing medicine. When you practice something, that means you're not, you haven't got it down patchy. Okay. There's still unanswered questions. You want to be a guinea pig? Go right ahead. Hey, you know, whatever circumstances are different, that's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, based on health issues, uh, age bracket. Okay. First responders, you know, firemen, nurses, doctors, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Uh, that's going to be up to the individual, just like a judgment call, you know, in self defense. When you make, when you, if somebody's coming at you with a gun or a knife, they're going to whoop your ass. And they're yelling, you know, I'm going to beat your ass, you motherfucker. Well, you have to make a judgment call. 
Do I get my ass beat, or do I pull my gun and protect myself and my property? Pretty simple, don't you think? Go ahead. Well, catch you later. That's, that's the final thought. Okay, now, uh, say again. Gun. I said that's uh, catch you later if that's the final. I said that that's catch you later if that's the final thought. Final. Oh, thought. You're, that's going to that's going to be your final thought. All right. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Well, Mike, let me get your final thought then, my friend. Well, my final thought is this. We're going to see a spat of states across the country saying no more masks now uh, and things of that nature. Now, uh, so states like, uh, I don't know, New York or California or any of those other three states say that, that's going to be up in the air. All right. That's going to be up in there. We know, and I've referred to him before on this call, you know, Governor Monkey Kits, you know. Uh, uh, will he, I mean, we know he's in trouble for other reasons, right? We know that. And it's likely, it's more and more looking likely that they're going to take him out of office. Looking that way, to me at least. Uh, but I'm sitting several hours away, you know, at least an hour away from you. But it's looking likely that they're going to take him out of office, okay? And he should be taken out of office. He should be impeached because he's done a whole bunch of crap that, that you know, we've pretty much chronicled on this show, this crap that he's done, right? So he should be taken out of office. And he's one of the governors that, oh, mask mandates work and masks work and we're going to mandate masks and we're going to mandate you're going to wear two, three, four, five, six, <coughs> ten masks at a time, you know. Now, I may be hyperbolic in what I'm saying, but knowing a Democrat like him, I'm not too far off with that. So, again, Matt, you're going to see a lot of states are going to go, well, masks don't work. We're going to get rid of masks. And, yeah, if 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 a Walmart, if your local Walmart or grocery store or whatever says we're going to have you keep wearing masks in our grocery store, well, that's, that's a private business, and that's up to them, right? <laughs> but the mask mandates by the govern, government of the state and the city and the Counties, they're gonna go away. That's that's what I got. That's what I got for you, George. All right, and before before you and Gunslinger disappear, uh, and before Cherry K Rose uh, takes off, after my final thought, um, I do want to let everybody know that tonight, Tuesday, tonight's broadcast was only on for was only scheduled for two hours, and. Tuesday and Wednesday will be the same way. Thursday, I will not be here. Because Thursday afternoon, I'm leaving to go away for the week, for an early weekend respite. Because after everything I've been through the last week or two, 
I need to do this. So I'm going to go across the Hudson River to hang out with a friend of mine and just recharge my batteries a little bit. It's needed. Lord knows, I, 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 I've, I've seen a lot of health scares of late, and uh, quite frankly, uh, it's necessary. So Tuesday and Wednesday from 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern, and of course, Thursday will, will, will not be happening. Now, having said that, however, time to give you my final thought. You see the question mark hanging over my head, ladies and gentlemen? There's a question mark. <laughs> if there's not one there, there should be. The simple fact is, mask mandates have been a pain in the ass for everybody. Gunslinger talked about using uh, a spacesuit and all that stuff. Well, let me show you something for those of you watching on the video platforms. I'm sure many of you may remember this late 1970s movie starring John Travolta. It's called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Okay? The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, as you can see on your video screens right now, at one point, in order to go outside and be around his friends and everything, had to wear a very fancy orange spacesuit of sorts. Uh, but here is basically how the boy in the plastic bubble before that orange spacesuit of his had to survive inside of a sterile atmosphere plastic bubble. We don't live in plastic bubbles. We can't live in plastic bubbles. Okay. So. Here's the thing, all right? Here's the bottom line. Constantly putting a, a face diaper on our faces, you're breathing in the carbon dioxide. You're causing more harm to your body doing that than, there, than any of these so-called experts are willing to admit. Fauci won't even admit this. Why? Because Fauci's an idiot. The simple fact is, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot continue this uh, these these COVID nineteen mandates much longer. We are creatures of habit. We are creatures of habit, and that means that we like to interact with one another. We like to have that opportunity to meet face to face, to enjoy each other's company, to have fun. <clears throat> Okay, so telling me I got to wear a face diaper is a pain in the ass, okay? Or in this case, a pain in the face. And I think it's well past time. And even Cherokee Rose said that that's what she calls them, face diapers. See, I'm not the only one. There are a lot of folks that call them face diapers. Because after a while, that you start you start talking and breathing, and, and you're you got moisture building up inside the mask, that's not good either. All right. 
Now, as far as the guns, the gun legislation and everything, <clears throat> here's the bottom line. As far as the, not the legislation, the, uh, the Supreme Court taking up this one case, it's a start. But it would be an even greater start to something if the Supreme Court ruled in their favor. Okay? My hope is they do rule in their favor. And this would go a long way toward taking down these unconstitutional gun laws one right after the other. Or simultaneously because they are unconstitutional. Like the New York SAFE Act. If that gets taken down by the Supreme Court, Governor Shit for Brains, or as Mike calls him, Governor Monkey Tits, would be sitting there crying in his coffee. And as far as what I brought up tonight in my talking points about Micaiah Bryant and what happened there, the mainstream media couldn't spin, couldn't twist it, couldn't get it to fit their narrative, and it looks like they dropped. They decided to drop it, at least for now, anyway. When the Columbus, Ohio Police Department's Criminal Bureau of Investigation does its investigation and completes it, and the findings are released, we'll find out what happens at that point. But bear in mind, folks. The bottom line is this. The Columbus, Ohio Police Department released the body cam footage almost immediately, which put the mainstream media in a tailspin because they, they had to scramble to try and slice and dice it to fit their narrative. And when they couldn't, it blew up in their face. Let's see what the the Bureau of Criminal let's see what the Bureau of Criminal Investigations for the Columbus, Ohio Police Department, what their final results are in their investigation. Time will tell. But let's keep this in mind, folks. The reason those record gun sales took place is because people are afraid of more and more and more problems on our streets home invasions, people being attacked left and right, and so forth. And if the police get defunded, or worse, abolished, the people are going to need a way to protect themselves and defend their families and their homes and businesses. I do not want to see the police defunded or abolished. That would be a big mistake. A huge mistake. And the Democrats need to know that. My thanks to Cherokee Rose, gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana. Oh, I catch. Watching over on DLive. And of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. Thanks for being here, folks. And as always, I'm George Sinzer. And for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Ooh. Got that out easy enough. And before I sneeze again, or Gunslinger does...
I'm just going to say it like this. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. That last part means that I will do my very best and be as responsible as humanly possible to bring you the facts and information you need to know. And also responsible to bring it to the forefront for discussion. Always. Until next time, take it easy, America. Uh, let me see here. Uh, outro, please. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.